Welcome to I Go to College, a podcast where real college students talk about their college experience. From textbooks to tailgates, and friends to finals, we talk about it all. Welcome back to another episode of I Go to College. My name is Will, and I will be your host for this episode on student organizations. Student organizations are an important part of every college student's life as they are the main aspect for building one's social life on campus. They are the main way that you are going to meet a lot of the friends that share similar interests that you had when you came in. They're going to be the first people that you meet in a lot of ways outside of your roommates and dorm mates. They are going to be the people that you build community with. And I want to emphasize that sense of community as that is going to be a theme for today's episode. I came in as a transfer student to MSU and I didn't really know anyone. I knew a couple people from my experiences of playing some video games professionally, specifically a small Nintendo title known as Splatoon, but I didn't know any faces. I didn't know what the day-to-day was like. I didn't know what being on campus was like. And just having that experience of being part of a student org has allowed me to have a lot of, okay, what are the best places to go for food? What are the best halls to kind of study in if I just want a quiet place? What are the best convenience stores where I can find materials if there's something I want to bake? Or if I need a last-minute run before a class of caffeine Student orgs have been the foundation of learning what being a day-to-day college student is like and has provided me a space where I can kind of deal with the stresses of that, as well as spaces where I can find individuals for projects that require interviews that may come from different backgrounds than I do, because at the end of the day, all that really is the same in a student org is that you have interest in one thing. It's very easy to find other people with other experiences of all kinds and share in those with them. I also find it's a very important part of just the learning what the student body is like and getting exposed to different viewpoints. Today, I'm going to be having a conversation with Cam about what it's like not only to be part of a club, but to be running a club as they are involved with running three clubs here on the MSU campus. Joining me now on I Go to College is Cam. Hi. How's it hanging? Doing all right. Yeah. You are the head of, well, you're at least staffing multiple clubs and the co-president of the Clay Club. Uh, Why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do, what clubs you're involved in and all that entails? 
Yeah, um, so I'm a studio art major, so I involve myself into Click Club, Graphic Novels Club, and then Splatoon Club as a hobby. But for Splatoon Club, I am the art director too, so it kind of works out. For Click Club, I'm the co-president, Graphic Novels Club, I'm the co-secretary, and then for Splatoon, I'm the secretary and the art director. Nice. Now, obviously that takes up a lot of time, but I imagine what takes up the most time is the first week of clubs. What many universities will call a welcome week, what we here at MSU calls participation. Can you tell us what a little bit like setting up for that might be like, either for on the club end and then a little bit on the incoming new student side? Yeah, for sure. So like setting up for, participation is a great event. Like for clubs, it's it's a great way to sort of advertise yourself and for incomers, it's a great way to find community. I think setting up for it is an interesting ordeal. Obviously, I didn't ever have to do like the registration process for that, but you know, planning for like the visuals, making your table look nice, like you're advertising yourself as a club, so you wanna be very visually out there. And it definitely took Splatoon Club a hot second to make our trifold and sort of like an incentive because most of those places, it's like a fair. So, you know, either they'll have like bowls of candy or like stickers. I tabled at Graphic Novels Club for a second and we have stickers all the time. And then for Splatoon, like we tried to do an incentive for people to come into the first meeting and those kind of things. It, for people who are coming to clubs for the first, or like are coming to Michigan State for the first time or any college in general, it's a really great opportunity for you to sort of like find your interests. And then once you go to those club meetings, you can find people with the common interest. Yeah, the Splatoon Club is obviously where we are acquainted with each other from. Uh, <laughs> I knew a little bit about the Splatoon Club before transferring in this semester, but just kind of getting to go there and actually put faces to names was really nice. Also gave me the opportunity to look at a bunch of other clubs that I have interest in, but honestly just didn't work into my class schedule this time around. Happens. There's a lot of cool clubs here at MSU. Even if you go to participation, you'll get like a million flyers. And then in reality, you maybe go to like two. Yeah, the board game club I'm going to have to go to next semester, but I have a Thursday night class and they have their meeting at, I think it's six to eight on Thursdays. And it's like, yeah, if I go, I'm going to be there mm -hmm. for like 10, 15 minutes. And I don't I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with the length of the average board game, but uh, usually falls into about double that. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, that's the same with me and Bug Club. Like, I'd love to go to Bug Club, but I'm just so busy, which is a bummer. Yeah, but kind of getting into what kind of the important things of Welcome Week is. Yeah, it's nice to find things that you might be interested in, but the biggest thing is just you're in a new place. You're not familiar with anyone. You're surrounded if you're on a big university like this, you're surrounded by thousands of people. I was like, wow, uh, I feel like one person in a giant ocean. <laughs> As just having a nice place to be like, oh, there's this like specific game club over here, or there's this like art club over here, or there's this um, like a film club if you're interested in anything to do with cameras. Just have something having like that is like, that's where you can start to make those connections even before your classes get started. And I feel like that's where you build a lot of the friendships that you're gonna have for most of college. Yeah, for sure. And then additionally, for students that are interested in Greek life, um, that's kind of where the sororities and the fraternities advertise themselves. And additionally, intramural, spor intramural sports um, tables there too. Oh yeah, the sports clubs were out. I saw more <laughs> of them later that day than I did before at this little 
I don't know if it's a little, f I think it's a fair. I don't quite remember what the advertising for that was, but it was just a nice place to go and where Welcome Week is more you're walking around and talking to people. It was a nice thing to be kind of get active in because as much as there's tons of clubs out for Welcome Week, uh, there's not a lot of space for each of them to do activities. Mm -hmm. We tried to do that with ECA too. There was the open house that happened maybe a couple days after his participation. Um, it was... <laughs> We could have done better on the organization of that. That wasn't our fault uh, for MSU Splatoon. But we tabled there for a second and just sort of played handheld for just a little while so people could maybe see the game and get a second chance to talk to us. Because I know a lot of times, like, some people just can't make it to participation. Mm -hmm. And that's totally okay. Yeah, some people are maybe a little antisocial, not really feeling like being around that many people. So it's good to have that second chance to mm -hmm. kind of meet people that might be hesitant to go out for that bigger event and for the antisocial types like i know the discord like the i really credit discord for giving students like antisocial students an opportunity to find clubs because of the discord student hub basically if you log into discord with your student email you can be accessed to your university student hub and there you can like upload a discord server that maybe some people have like a common interest in it could be like for silly posting and for like an actual club i know msc splatoon's on there alongside like i think there's a server in there that's like show me your cat send cat pictures and so those kind of things it's it's there's opportunities for people who maybe are more of the inside types and i like credit that for accessibility because a lot of times like welcome week is outside in the bright sun i imagine those who can't go outside just for like many reasons have other opportunities there and you can also check Sorry to, sorry to cut you off, but you can also check the RSO website. They have a club directory. It's hard to find, but if you look up the MSU club directory, that's another way that you can find clubs, just sort of like scrolling through and searching for them. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure most colleges at this point have some kind of directory. It might be a little harder to find than those at a bigger university, but kind of the big benefit of student orgs is they're run by students, which means... Any of that trendy technology, Discord's the big thing right now. I remember when I would talk to my friends in high school on Skype all the time. I remember Curse Voice when that was a new thing and people used it. I remember using TeamSpeak for big online games that were like big grand strategy games. It's just, it's nice that when it's student run, it's using a lot of the same technology to communicate that students are using at the time. So it's it's not really about being able to find this weird thing on a D2L or on a forum post from Reddit from like 20 years ago. <laughs> you have access to where people are talking. It's just you have to find them. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really accessible to like find them because that, that's the that's the whole thing is, you know, clubs are working towards people who are finding them and people are working towards finding them themselves. And so that allows for like self-discovery and it allows for clubs to initiate and like teamwork to get those people there. Yeah. And you're getting people together with similar interests. Like, mm -hmm. man, I wonder how many people at a Splatoon club hate Splatoon. Or I wonder how many people <laughs> at a, I wonder how many people <laughs> at a clay club are like, you know what? Clay is the worst thing ever. I That's never want to touch this, <laughs> touch this again. I hate Splatoon. I hate clay. It's terrible. I hate it so much. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, I have good news. There are better clubs for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm on the... 
um, yeah, for sure. Common interest is awesome. Yeah. Uh, obviously, common interests breed friendships. You're not going to get, I'm not going to pretend you're going to get along with everyone outside a club. There's a couple of people I was like, oh, I don't care for this person. But it's like, there's going to be so many people there. It's like, you can, you don't, you're not forced to interact with them constantly. You got each, you know, the, there's going to be people yeah. of all types and. If there's something in your club is like, oh, I have this interest and not really any people other at this club share that interest, it's like, it's probably a club for it. Yeah, and I'm really surprised at the diversity of people that approach certain clubs. I mean, specifically Splatoon Club, there's so many different people that like the game Splatoon. It's so interesting to like have conversations with um, people of different majors, people with different interests. And, you know, maybe you eavesdrop on one conversation about music and you find someone that has the same music taste as you. And, you know, that happens in every single club. Graphic Novels Club is like that, too, where it's just so many people that come together over a common interest. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, just as an example, I'm a digital storytelling major. For anyone that doesn't know, that basically means that I do digital media stuff, audio, all that kind of stuff. But the person I walk back to my car from club with is an accounting major. They do math stuff. Whereas I'm like, I work with a camera and that's the most math I do is figuring out the right aspect ratio. Or if my plugging in my camera is going to completely shut down the power to the entire building. I mean, ain't it crazy? You're on a you're a digital storytelling major and you're on a podcast with a studio art major. Like, it's it's kind of awesome how that works. And especially because Michigan State's such a huge university, it really opens your horizons. And for certain majors, that's really important. I think, like, knowing people of different majors can not only help you find yourself if you're maybe in the wrong major for you, but it also sort of, like, establishes connections that you might not usually get in your major. Enjoying what you hear? Rate us on Spotify, give us a like, and follow Audio Video Land on Instagram where you can find more I Go to College content. My name is Emil Gallup. My name is Jabari Washington. My name is Abby Townley. When I complete my degree, I want to be a video editor. I want to be a full-time content creator. I want to go into audio design. My name is Emil Gallup. My name is Jabari Washington. My name is Abby Townley. And, and I, I am ComArtSci. Start your journey at comartsci.msu.edu. horizons meeting people from different walks i kind of want to get into a little bit what it's like kind of running one of these student organizations obviously it's not going to be all uh artist majors on top of a splatoon club or any kind of gaming club it's not all going to be uh what do you call it a video game design or gaming design majors at the top of it but mm -hmm. 
a club like Clay Club, I imagine most of them are going to be arts majors. You'd actually be surprised. I think Clay Club is a really great opportunity for students outside of the art major to get involved with pottery. The Clay Club, we didn't advertise its participation because we're kind of a word of mouth club due to how expensive the materials are. But for anyone who may have had like pottery experience before coming to MSU, um, it's a really great opportunity for you to continue doing pottery as a hobby. We'd have to go through it to see, you know, if you are... <laughs> It's, we have to sort of gatekeep it to some degree because clay's expensive, wheel's expensive. We don't want to wreck the room because it's the same room that art majors do use for art classes. Right. It's one of the few clubs that you actually have a monetary buy-in rather than, hey, just show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We also, we have a club fee, like you mentioned, which is... I forget the numbers. I think it's 35 for a semester, but 40 for both semesters. And additionally with Clay Club, actually it'll be planned soon, but we also do sales all the time. So it's a really great way for you to get some money with your work. We're gonna be doing an end of the year holiday sale during finals week, which will be exciting to get some pottery sold. No, it's really nice whenever class or club kind of builds into kind of that idea of networking. Cause I feel like that's the hardest thing in the world right now is just getting your foot in the door a lot getting the experience just like okay what is like sure there's all these like creative stuff I can do but what's what's actually like the nitty-gritty of how do I get my name out there what's like the day-to-day -day actually like mm -hmm. yeah for sure and like when it comes to the day-to-day -day and just processes of creative activities it's really important to sort of Establish community. I think community is really important, especially just in general. Could be for anyone. Finding a community and nourishing a community is really important. Facilitating communities, because as like we were talking about, like a lot of people go into clubs and it is sometimes kind of hard to facilitate personalities because you really don't know who's going to come in. And, you know, certain club members might have personalities that clash. So it's that question of like, you know, how do I keep a community fruitful and happy and joyous, but also how do we make it safe for everyone? Right. You don't want to exclude people unless you're absolutely forced to, but it's like, I mean, there's no reason to absolutely forced unless the person is just going out of their way to be. Right. And so it's like a good example is talking about like keeping people out, keeping people in is MSU Splatoon has a clear divide in it. It's those who play the game casually and the people who play competitively. So it's our goal as a club to sort of like try and bring those two together and do activities that make both happy. Because obviously we can't do anything that's too lighthearted because the comp players are going to want to play the game a bit more seriously. And then for those with casuals, they're intimidated to do more competitive stuff. Yeah, there's probably, probably not going to be an event of, yeah, guys everyone just like talk to your friends and make a team we're gonna have a fun little like normal rules tourney i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure nothing could possibly go wrong <laughs> and it's kind of it's one of those clubs that's interesting like that because a lot of other gaming clubs like let's say melee and ultimate yeah. they just do like weekly tournaments because those games are inherently like it's one person it's pretty competitive you know you can play casually and be in a tournament and get knocked out or you know you could you could take it seriously and really like get somewhere with the community but with splatoon we have like turf war we have this is getting into the game a little bit too much but like there is a casual scene there yeah it's it's a little bit easier to do if the game is like 1v1 because it's like you don't have to rely on anyone else you're not like oh you should have done x thing it's like well i don't know how to do x thing well i don't you know how to do x thing it's like yeah. that kind of thing isn't present a fighting game and it's like at that same instance it can kind of be a bit more casual for that reason is like 
hey, I don't I don't need to go all out because we're just here playing a nice game on a single screen. Whereas right. if it's team-based games always have that more, I don't want to say cutthroat, but kind of that idea. People aspect. It's like teams. Yeah, it's like... You have to like establish like teamwork and stuff. But going back to the club idea with that, like, but even then in like Melee, my partner is the VP of Melee Club. I, I love her so much. She still has to facilitate the club. Like, there's obviously a responsibility with keeping it a safe space for everyone. So, you know, if there is someone that is being a little bit mean to other people, you, you know, you have to correct that. It's your responsibility as, like, once you take on an e-board position or staff position, you're um, working towards making it safe for everyone. Yeah. Even if it's just say, hey, try to distance yourself from this person because it's, like, not having positive interactions either way. Or if it's just like, hey, or if it's just like, you need to talk, talk to him. Hey, you're at like an 11. Can we get down to like an eight? Mm-hmm. And, and especially like for being safe for everyone, but it's also the idea of like, how do we be safe towards like everyone, everyone. And that means like booking a room mm-hmm. because um, when you're in a club, you're obviously taking up a certain space. And with that, we have to not only keep it safe for everyone, but everyone has to be kind to the space that they're sharing. That means so for like clay club, you know, cleaning up after yourself is really vital because um, art students are using that space too. And for Splatoon, it's, you know, managing your cords and stuff because obviously we're in a like the virtual gaming lab, whatever it's called. And those have, you know, gaming monitors that are quite expensive. And it's like an honor to work with those. Yeah, multimedia center. I know I've seen eboard members have to go around to the different computers and be like, okay, uh, well, this one's not plugged in. I have to make sure that that's plugged into the wrong thing. That's not the graphic. That's not going to work. And wait, this this one's tied around two <laughs> other cor- What the? Yeah. How did you... Some people, some people, when they set up, it's interesting. I kind of leave it to the other eboard because I'm not very tech savvy, but you know, I still contribute. <laughs> Speaking of those spaces, what's it, what's it like to kind of reserve these spaces? I know you're involved with I, three different clubs. I weirdly enough have never worked within reserving space. I, but I've witnessed it. I mean. Like, for sharing a space, if you're the co-president of Clay Club, take a wild guess where your club space is going to be. Oh, yeah, it's the ceramics room. I would have thought it would be the middle of Breslin Center. (laughs) Maybe one day I'll bring a pottery wheel to there. But still, like... Like reserving a space, obviously, sometimes it changes your club time. You know, you always hope for keeping the same club time because for people that are coming back the next year, you know, they still want to continuously go to club and it might mess up their schedule if club that they usually thought was on Tuesdays and like on Tuesdays gets moved to Monday. Right. Actually, that brings up a good point. I know I only go to one club this semester, but what's it like juggling multiple? Does it kind of get in the way of balancing schoolwork or is it like pretty yeah. manageable yeah it's it, it does get in the way of schoolwork a little bit it's in the way of schoolwork and work you know sometimes uh, this goes for everyone but like it's it, i kind of hate to admit it as an e-board member but i don't go to club meetings sometimes i i try and prioritize myself but like going to club meetings is really fun i would say if you are able to balance a lot feel free to go to a ton you know i'm on three i go to clay clubs monday nights splatoon club tuesday nights and then graphic novel club thursday and obviously like you just have to set time for yourself to do your work. You have to set time for yourself for club time. But I usually take club time as a time to relax from what my schoolwork looks like. It's a really great opportunity just to like have a fixed time to de-stress. Yeah, it's nice to have. I know this is like the 
thing people don't really talk about universities people talk about oh how do i balance class how do i balance club how do i balance social life well this is the social life part that's important and it's kind of it's just as important as going to class or going to or like networking for future career stuff in Mm -hmm. my opinion if you're stressed like 24 7 you're not going to do the other two things to 100 percent. you're maybe going to be at like 40 50 percent yeah and like club turnout it's not it's not really expected that you go to every single club meeting but obviously you're gonna make friends by continuously going to a club or continuously going to a spot where people are so you know if you want to establish community you have to go often but also in the same way like you know exams homework essays those kind of things can sometimes take up on your club time and that's okay you know we're it's a difference between like things that are coming up that aren't going on at a fixed time and then like the clubs go on you know weekly so it's this is a call towards students like if you are don't feel bad for missing one club meeting but obviously if your goal is going to a club and making friends you kind of have to be present and it's it's a bummer but also you know it's really weird every single time i miss a splatoon club meeting there's a member that goes and i'm there regularly because i'm on eboard so there's a member that literally is there like every single time that i'm not there And I worry about like, okay, what's the community you're establishing at the club? What do you like? What's the goals here? And, you know, with me like balancing work and stuff, it's just a scheduling thing, you know, (laughs) specifically, I have like a time period in between my classes that I do all my homework and it's a pretty like four or maybe five hour time period because I have an 8 a.m. and a three o'clock class. Yeah, I do the same thing on my Thursdays between classes. I have a class that ends at like 2.30 and one that starts at seven. I do bulk of my homework during that time. Yeah. And so like you and I both kind of have that thing where it's we're balancing schoolwork in between our classes and, you know, we take club as a time to de-stress. Yeah. And even then it's like you have an assignment. It's like it's doom hour. It's like it's the last minute. It's like maybe it's a group work thing. Maybe it's something you have to talk to other people. It's kind of another aspect where that idea of community can come in is like, hey, I'm kind of struggling with this idea or I need a couple people to help with this assignment anyone here that is like able or willing to help me and usually at least in my experience is needing mm-hmm. interviews for certain classes or talking about okay where because i i'm a transfer student i travel to school every day is like okay where's like even a good place to get food right so yeah those are really helpful and also there's clubs that are major oriented and there's clubs that are you know like for clay club for example i'm in a class right now that's for art history and a lot of clay club members are in that class so not only does it give you a space to kind of like connect after class but also i love that time to complain i love complaining about my classes and you know my peers do too so it's really great and you know i think my roommate they are like an astrophysics major and they've been recently trying to go to physics physics club for just some help on homework and stuff mm-hmm. And I think like, you know, if you're, you could be establishing community with people in your major and you guys can all help to work each other to be better. You know, if someone's struggling in a class, it's that kind of like mutual aid that you can get from major specific clubs. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like, you're doing that with people that you feel a sense of community with. So you're more willing to be open with them say like, hey, I don't understand this. 
It's like the thing I think a lot of like new incoming students might not understand is if you're around a bunch of people that know how to do something, I guarantee 99% of them probably struggled with it when they first started. And if they struggled with it, they probably understand that you are going to struggle with it. This is kind of a great transition. I'm going to mention a little bit about like, yeah, so there's specifically with queer orgs at MSU, there's a ton of them. It's really great. And, you know, I'm going to reference Transaction. Transaction is a gigantic server in Michigan State and they have club meetings and it's to meet trans people that are going to the university. And so for someone who may have recently come out of the closet and is trying to start transition, there are other trans people that can give you resources at the university to help you what you maybe want to transition into. And that's the same thing for a lot of queer orgs. You know, it's like-minded people that may have done the same struggle as you, may have went through the same things as you. And you guys can find common ground. If you're an upperclassman, you can assist underclassmen that may be struggling. No matter what you have interest in, no matter how you identify, how you might want to carry yourself, there's, you know, there's organizations for you. And if not, I guarantee you that there are other people on the campus that are like, yeah, feeling the exact same way as you is like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe make a club because I guarantee you're probably also not going to be the last people to come on campus that feel that way. Yeah, for sure. And I'll quickly like mention identity-based clubs. So the Black Student Alliance and a lot of the Muslim clubs at Michigan State, those are really great opportunities for you to find a common struggle and sort of like, it's a safe space for maybe if like you had a bad day or someone was like racist towards you, that you have people that understand your struggle and can relate to, which is really awesome. And Additionally, like, yeah, if you have a common interest and it's not a club at Michigan State, there's, we have a gigantic university. I think our freshman class was maybe in like the 50,000s. I don't know the numbers, but it's huge. You would be surprised at the amount of people that have the same interests as you. If you are into like underwater crocheting, I bet there's another person that's into underwater crocheting. You're like the third person to bring up underwater crocheting to me this week. (laughs) And I don't know where the... Is there a poster downstairs that has underwater crocheting, like, specifically mentioned? No, I think people just use that as, like, an example for just, like, the weirdest thing ever. It used to be underwater basket weaving that my high school, like, high school teacher would use as, like, a, why would you weave a basket underwater? I've never heard this term before, and I've heard it three times this week. That's crazy. And I'm just starting to wonder, am I going crazy, or is there, like, some news story? Maybe you should pick up underwater crocheting. First, I would have to pick up crocheting. Yeah. That's uh, something more for my girlfriend, not for me. That being said, unfortunately, that is going to be all the time we have today. Gonna have to have you on in the future because I feel like there's so much more we could get into. Yeah, for sure. Student orgs. We talked about a lot of the identity clubs. We talked about a lot of the like a lot of the sense of community. But I feel like there's so much more that student clubs can offer in terms of giving access to space at a reduced cost or just allowing you to explore other opportunities. Uh, Before I wrap up, is there anything? you'd like the listeners to be able to find you maybe find some of the art that you have been working on as an art major (laughs) for sure you can find me on a lot of things if you look up love bees that's my tag l-u-v-v-b-i-i-s i'm mostly active on instagram and also if you are interested in like club activities that i participate in i post a lot about that i'll quickly plug some of the club activities that are huge for splatoon club we're right now doing a competitive tournament on december 2nd called crossroads i encourage you guys to apply also going to be smash ultimate and street fighter 6 there so it's going to be awesome and then additionally for clay club there's going to be the end of the year holiday sale our first time doing a holiday sale and that'll be going on during finals week and there'll be more updates soon but if you follow me on love bees you'll be able to see a lot of the other like flyers and stuff for that so if you're interested in buying some cool pottery i encourage you to do so 
check out Cam <laughs> at his Instagram, lovebees, L-U-U-V? It's L-U-V-V-B-I-I-S. And you can find that on Twitter. You can find that on Instagram. I have a very inactive Tumblr. I apologize. Yeah, if you like <laughs> art stuff and you see something you like, feel free to... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, check that out and TV. find the other events. And if you have a Splatoon team or gaming in other rooms, check out Crossroads. Does it usually happen the first week of December? This is the second time that they're doing Crossroads, so I don't know if they're like, it's an annual thing? This is just the first time that I'm on staff for it. <laughs> All right, well... Check him out for any of Crossroads events in the future. Unfortunately, this podcast will be coming out after this Crossroads, but I'm well, sure you guys get to see the updates from it. Yeah, see if we won. Oh, yeah. I'm sure this won't be the last time. Thank you for coming in, having this conversation with me. Like I said, if we get the chance to talk about soon orgs in the future, I'll have to reach out. Yeah, no problem. And no, yeah, I felt this was a great conversation. Honestly, this felt more like the community building of student orgs than kind of talking about the details of what a student org is. But honestly, I feel like that's the most important part of student orgs anyways. Student orgs a soul. Yeah. So do any of the clubs have a social media as we can shout out? They do. MSU Splatoon. I think it's the ad is MSU Splatoon. If you look it up, it, it'll come up on Twitter and Instagram and then MSU Graphic Novels. Same thing that's on Instagram. We're working on social media for Clay Club. But if you follow me on Love Bees, I can get you into the group me. All right. So <laughs> follow us there to find any of our any later projects and find out what Cam is working on. Yeah, awesome. That being said, that's going to be all for today. Thank you once again for coming in, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Fine. I go to college on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us at Audio Video Land for updates, teasers, and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. I Go to College is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM.